Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I am Tim Diesel, and today we're going to talk about negotiating your offer. And you can always find us online, www.dieselcommercial.com, and you can reach out to us. If you have any questions, we'll be glad to help you. So, so let's suppose you've submitted your LOI and received a counteroffer. Okay. Well, if the seller says no, then no, you move on to the next one. But in this case, he's interested. So what do you do? The key to almost every negotiation is finding out what the other person wants. Otherwise, you're, you're guessing. You don't know. I'll tell you that you shouldn't pay too much attention to the advertised price. Because once we have all the financial information the offer will almost create itself. And it's up to the seller at that point to accept or decline. So how do we find out what the other party wants? Well, you ask, why are you selling? Try to find out what the motivators are. You're looking for a motivated seller, not necessarily a desperate seller, but someone who would rather dispose of the property instead of maybe squeezing every penny they can out of the deal. Now, it's not always price that's the most important thing, so don't get hung up on that too much. If someone bought a property 15 years ago for a million dollars, let's say, and they're selling for $4 million today, then they're going to have a tax problem. So ask, what do you plan on doing with your profits? Are you buying something else? Would you consider seller financing a portion of the deal? More often than not, they'll be open to hearing you out. This is what I do for my clients. I'm giving you guys the tools that brokers use. Okay, They don't want you to have this information. But this is how negotiations start. You can negotiate your own deals, and I'm telling you guys how to do them. So, if the case is maybe you need more due diligence time because one of your partners is out of state. Let's suppose that's the case. Then ask for longer closing time. Let the seller know, look, I'll put more money up for deposit. You want them to feel comfortable with the deal. Remember, there's a risk for the seller to accept your offer because once the property is in contract, he's losing visibility and exposure on that listing. So if you don't close, He lost precious marketing time that can't be recovered, really. So don't frown on sellers that are being extra cautious. If the buyer doesn't like the property for any reason, when I create a contract for my buyers, then inside the due diligence period, they walk away. But the seller, they can't just walk away from the buyer in the middle of the due diligence period. The buyer can force the seller to sell in many states, but the seller can't force the buyer to buy a lot of the times. So I let my clients know it's important we consider the seller's position in the deal always. Now, I'm about to share some bad news. Most of the time, when you see the advertised listing and request the financial information, a lot of the numbers don't add up. And that's not because the sellers are dishonest. But the way 
the way the seller is running the property is not the same way you'll run the property most of the time. So what do I mean by that? If the current owner is self-managing, they will often not include a management fee in the expenses. That'll cause the price of the property to change when you're analyzing it. Because you're going to probably put a management fee in there. And a bank will always put a management fee in there. Well, the owner who's had the property for 15 years, you know, he owns the property clean and clear, doesn't have a loan most of the time. He doesn't put a management fee. He just manages it himself. So that causes the numbers to change a little bit. Uh, another thing I always see is taxes. When you calculate the new tax bill for the new buyer, it's going to change. It's going to alter the value. Somebody who's owned the property for 15 years, they're paying taxes on something totally different than what the new buyer will pay taxes on. Then if the property is being advertised as an 8 cap and after you do diligence, it's a six and a half. That's not good. And you have to let the broker know, hey, we have a problem here. Now, I've always seen the broker might try to tell you, oh, you're retrading or, you know, pay him no mind. The truth is the property is being advertised at an 8 cap. And after our thorough analysis, the numbers changed. Let them know, hey, after we evaluated the property on the price you advertised, it's not the same. Is there anything we can do here? Maybe put up more deposit, shorter closing. Maybe they say no. Not a big deal. You walk away, go to the next one. A good negotiator is not the person who's pounding his fist on the desk, yelling at everyone, but someone who's flexible, who can get deals done. So try to ask and find out what they want and see if you can possibly give it to them and make the deal work. I hope this was helpful. And if you have any more questions, please reach out to us.